Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Where's he at? Where's he at? <laughs> yeah! He's in New York. He was, I mean, he's traveling up there. I think no, he's going to be. I know, I know. Yeah, he's going to run around <laughs> and be Santa in New York. It's going to be great. All right, so let's get things started. We got a great show tonight with some great guests in the house. Let's start with the introductions first. We'll start with our guests tonight. They're, they, they, of course, are the guests. J.B. Barry, welcome in. The Fantasy Coach, welcome into the studio, my friend. Appreciate it, man. Happy to be here. I always love watching this show. You guys are so high energy. I love the invites. I appreciate you having me on here. Looking forward to having some fun tonight. We appreciate you being on. This is going to be fun at that I can promise you. Let's also welcome into the bu- building. I, you know, he's not even a guest anymore. Basically, a permanent fixture on Friday nights. Jordan Truth Serum Football. Welcome into the building, my friend. Hey, man! Pleasure as always. Uh, welcome, JB, and I hope you have fun losing because that's what's going to happen tonight. Ooh, a little not for nothing though. It's kind of like I'm I'm facing a guy who's like not even a guest, like you said. Like he's on this every week. Like he knows how to play this game. But you know what? I do. I'm a game show veteran. All right. I was Ooh. on Match Game with Alec Baldwin, and I Ooh. won 25 grand. So I'm coming for you, bro. Okay. Nice. Watch, watch out now. Watch out. Watch out. I think we're in. I'm, in, I'm a little scared now. Tonight. Yeah, he might be shaking in his boots a little. All right, let's also welcome into the studio, Justin, I guess it's Jesus Herrera. Welcome into the studio. Yeah, it's only Jesus if you speak Portuguese. But it sounds like JB is coming with the heat, my friend. Woo! He's coming for Jordan's spot on the Friday show over Ooh, here. Wait. He said, Jordan, I got that game show experience. We'll see. Oh, man, that's this is why I love TSS Fantasy, because all the Friday night vibes, it makes me feel like I'm going out, man, because I got all this energy <laughs> with my bros. 
Oh, man. Well, if you're as exhausted as I am, you might as well turn on your phone right now and check out TSSFantasy.com because we got all the rankings. We've got all the merch. You know you want to get on there. You know you want to check it out because it's playoffs weeks, guys. Playoff week. You? Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs. Playoffs. I'm talking about playoffs because I know our fans are in the playoffs. I've been taking our advice all season long, so stick with it, and we'll get you to your championship. Indeed. Let's also welcome to the studio, Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yeah, uh, it is playoffs, and we are high energy. Uh, Keyword is on high for some of us. Uh, So, (laughs) speaking of high, right? High. Speaking of high, uh, what we're going to do for you is we're going to get you money high by going to underdogfantasy.com and putting in that keyword TSS. And we're going to double your deposit up to $100 so you can spend that Christmas dough on your loved ones. Or me. Just buy it on me. Just buy it on me. Indeed. And you know what we also have for the people? We also have... Oh no! Here it he's comes. Not, he's he's not here. here. Come. He's, a sack. he's got a sack. It's all good. Oh, Slice and sweaty. It's here for you. The sweaty sack. Come get it. Hit the subscribe button. Let's check it out. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of Nobody does the holidays like TSS Fantasy. We have a signed Chris Johnson jersey, a signed Andre Reed jersey, what? a signed Damian Harris jersey, what? a signed Jamison Williams jersey, what? a signed Jerry Judy helmet. Hit the subscribe Who? button. Get your sack today. Get on it. You got to check it out. <laughs> Colts Martin checking in. Said, looking good, guys. My dude Jordan looks good, too, I guess. I guess it's that uh, T-shirt that you got. You and Justin, I think, shop at the same place. Um, double That's, for I love kitties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. Fourth and flex, bringing I his move, flex starts of the week a little bit later. And he said, "Y'all think Barkley hits up Watson for a good massage therapist for that sore neck in time for the game?" Okay, <laughs> I hope not. And all right, hey, spicy Raider girl is in the house for life. Raider story, we appreciate you guys. What is up to you? Go hit the subscribe button, follow, especially if you're a Raiders fan. (laughs) Nick saying, (laughs) "Sorry about that, spicy." Now it's on call for spicy. Nick gets a little excited. (laughs) Nick gets a little excited when the spicy Raider girl chimes in. We need to have her back on. She was fun, and I and I gotta ask her what the hell happened. You've mentioned that multiple times, by the way. Yeah, we do Most, need... Once. One time. A yeah, couple times now. One well, time. Actually, this is twice. Now, Guys, we're so. talking right. way too much about the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> way too well, much speaking, about the Raiders. Speaking of the Raiders, there was a little bit of a game last night. We got a little bit of a new... We got a little bit of news. Let's go ahead and start with it. Wanted to chime in and say it has been a rough season indeed. 
happy to come back on any time. All right, we will definitely set that up. We got to look at the schedule. We're going to set something up for sure. We definitely enjoyed having you in, especially Nick. All right, so let's get on. Last night, the Raiders. Wow, just keep on coming around here. I'll tell you what. (laughs) What a game last night, though. Let's be real. I'll be honest with you. I was sitting there. We were watching the game. And, you know, I have I have a little projector screen on the right. So that way, if she's watching some one of those Christmas movies, I can play PlayStation or something. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to put the game on the projector and we're going to watch a movie or something. So I'm watching a movie, not paying to. I mean, all of a sudden, I just could not believe what I was watching. What a crazy, crazy game last night and a game we thought was just going to be completely Boresville. Um, turned out to be an awesome, fun game for sure. Let's just kick it around the room. I don't want to talk about the stats too much because we'll be on it all night. But obviously, if you started some of those Raiders and were expecting some big points, you were sadly mistaken. Unless it was Josh Jacobs who put in an okay night. Um, but but again, he hurt in the game. Um, so we'll have to talk about that a little bit too with the Doc. All right, let's get it started. Justin, real quick, do you want to give me your thoughts on last night's game? Just give me your thoughts, at least from the Rams' perspective. What do you think of that for uh, from Baker the Rams' perspective? <laughs> from the Rams' perspective? Well, I'll tell you what. Baker Mayfield, for what it's worth, he made Van Jefferson and Ben Skoronek look good. And I'll tell you what. he It doesn't take much with that Raiders defense because Jesus fucking Christ. You are playing behind on your man coverage and you've been bent beat all day long. Can you put a safety over him? Hello? Can we do something here on defense? And second off, I just want to put this out there in the ether. Josh McDaniels, you have no right to a job. Go back to Bill Belichick because that's the only way you will ever find another job in this league again. You suck. Yeah. You are terrible. Yeah, I was that's that's not the Rams perspective, but I do have to say you are correct. I don't see how this guy um, can even coach anymore after what happened last night. That's just wow bad. Um, how about how about you, Jordan? What'd you think of last night's game? So I've never seen anybody get as excited about a 230 yards, one touchdown, and 59.8 quarterback rating as we did Baker Mayfield last night. But good on him and, and way to get that W. And, you know, special shout out, shout out to my boy Dylan Carlson in the Trenches League delivering times three last night against you, Commissioner Cooper. <laughs> That's okay. I might, hey, hey, it's I, Daniel I, I, Carlson. Get the man's name right. He got your yeah, phone. Oh, my bad. It's okay. <laughs> I've got, I've got okay. seven okay. kickers. I get okay. him. I might, it's okay. I might have set him up tonight in Fantasy Feud, though, so we're going to see who gets the last lap this week. Um, Albert, what's up? Appreciate you being in, my friend. I'm going to look at uh, – Bandy, also chime in. One day you're going you're gonna to want – I'm rooting for you, Al. <laughs> All right, JB, what would you think of last night's game? I mean, it was boring for the most part until that final drive, but I got to give a shout out to my guy, Raheem Morris. I mean, that defense missing their top playmaker with Jalen Ramsey, who's not really Jalen Ramsey anymore. Like Raheem Morris, that, so the Raiders scored 13 points, dumb quick first three drives. Right. And then he shut them down. Like Raheem Morris is doing a job with that defense and he deserves another shot at a head coaching gig. He wasn't ready for it when he got it with the Bucks. I mean, he wasn't even a coordinator at that point, but now he's worked his way up. He's learned his, what he needed to learn, and I think he's ready for another shot. But even if he doesn't get it, he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. So shout out to Raheem Morris. Indeed. Nick, you want to give a shout out to Baker? Uh, I didn't even watch the game. So uh, because that game, the matchup was so damn pathetic. 
And so all I know is you don't even need the playbook to coach – I mean to play against a Josh McDaniels-led team. The, forever, the, the Raiders will forever be the most undisciplined, what a craptastic team that there ever was. Uh, so, exactly. He should never be a head coach anywhere, anywhere. Tell him, send him back to Canton and coach Pop Warner. Uh, they're lousy. It was it was a boring game. Uh, I'm glad I didn't waste waste my three hours on it. And uh, let's move on to better things. All righty. Well, speaking of better things, week 13 or excuse me, week 14 is going to be very exciting indeed. But some players might not make it through. We'll talk about that on Sunday um, more with Brian. But just to bring some things up, Trevor Lawrence still questionable. Saquon Barkley still questionable with his neck injury that came out of nowhere. Amari Cooper has popped up as well as questionable with a hip injury. Um, And the Seahawks backfield has become like a crazy um, conundrum with uh, uh, Kenneth Walker looking like not to go. Um, Neither DJ Dallas. So probably Travis Homer might be your lone man up. So if you're looking for someone to flex, um, this weekend and you got a nice little spot and he's out there on your um, waiver wire definitely go scoop him up um, Michael Carter back at practice looks like to be back tough matchup Buffalo this week um, but just something to take note of as well Jalen Waddle also looks like he is a full go um, but again we'll talk about a little more about injuries and some other guys on uh, Sunday morning so make sure you wake up with TSS all right look we're gonna get to the breakdown it's Friday night let's get the dancing shoes on let's break it down break down All right, let's get this thing started. Justin, we're going to start with you with a used-to-be very cool rivalry, but I don't know what it's going to look like this weekend. Ravens at the Steelers. Ravens, um, defensively, they're 21st against fantasy QBs, 6th against running backs, 26th against receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. Steelers, 24th against QBs, 13th versus running backs, 30th versus receivers, and 15th versus tight ends. Tell us some guys you like and don't like. Yeah, how the mighty have fallen, and this rivalry has kind of just fallen off a cliff as well. Um, so this is really a game of, you know, guys that were backup quarterbacks going into the season, guys that were, you know, not so big-name wide receivers. It, it's it's weird because you look at the Steelers and you think, oh, they should be the 8-4 and four team just based off of what you know from their roster. But Jesus Christ, the Ravens, I, more power to you on defense and just overall schematically because they are eight and four and I don't know how. No Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley. I actually like the matchup. He completed eighty four percent of his passes last week. As long as he's um, a rushing quarterback, he has the chance and the option to cash in every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Steelers' defense is not the greatest against quarterbacks. Really, not the greatest overall. Um, so I will definitely put Tyler Huntley in a week where we're missing six quarterbacks. I will definitely put Tyler Huntley as somebody I want to get in on a super flex and even in some like single QB leagues. If I am hurting at quarterback this week, Dobbins and Edmonds or Edwards want no part of it. Edwards cashed in on a whole six carries last week. No, mm. ew, get away from me. Dobbins has not proven anything since his rookie year. So yeah, get away. Um, Duvernay and Robinson. 
<laughs> they might have a brace handy just on the sideline just for him. <laughs> uh, Duvernay and Robinson, very interesting targets considering, like I said, we have six teams on a bye. Um, when I look at this, I'm like, you know, both got around seven targets last week. I kind of like Duvernay a little bit more. He's a little bit more of an explosive guy. Uh, more chances of a big touchdown from him. Demarcus Robinson, you know, he had that one big week and then he kind of just got shut down. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on Robinson and I'll say Duvernay's a low end flex. Mark Andrews, start him up. Uh, Kenny Pickett, pass on him. He's just not passing enough. He's not throwing enough yardage wise. He only has three games over 200. Najee, pass it up. Four games in the top 24. Johnson, Pickens, I'll take Pickens. Pickens has five matchups where he's been in the finish in the top 24. Johnson only has one. That's weird. Uh, he's been one of the most foolproof wide receivers the past couple of years. And then Fryermuth, I always love Fryermuth. Lock him in, seven targets in the last five games. How can you beat that? Deontay Johnson actually is uh, dealing with an injury also, and I forgot to bring him up, so he might be questionable also going into this weekend, which makes Pickens a very good play indeed. By the way, here's our prognostication skills. I forgot to bring this up. This is all what we called last night, by the yeah. way. Just think yeah. I brought that up. For the, for the last one. 15 seconds of that game, it was looking great, too, and then it just fucking went straight to shit. Boy, dude. We know our football, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's go to our guest, J.B. Barry. He may know more than we do. Let's go Jets at Bills. This is a fun one this weekend. Jets are eighth versus fantasy QBs, 14th versus running backs, fourth versus fantasy receivers, and 13th versus tight ends. On the Bills side, seventh versus QBs, 11th versus running backs, 20th versus receivers, and seventh versus tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? So that stat about the defenses is really the telltale sign, right? You got two good defenses here, and it makes this a tricky game to play, but Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they're always in play. I really can't wait to see Diggs up against these Jets corners because Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed have both been playing really well, and they love a good challenge. Like, you could tell they step up, and they're getting it in back-to-back weeks. So I don't like Gabe Davis in the matchup, and Dawson Knox has kind of turned into a ghost. Like, you don't even know where he went. Mm -hmm. So um, I will say Isaiah McKenzie might be worth the flyer out of the slot because he probably won't see those two outside corners. So if they're shutting down the outside receivers or kind of containing digs, then you might take a shot on Isaiah McKenzie. Um, I do like James Cook a lot. He led the Bills in rushing last week, and he was used as a pass catching back out of the backfield. So if this is a cold, snowy game and it could be the first real snow game we see, I think him and Singletary are both in the mix, and I think they go pretty run-heavy in this matchup, and it'll be a lowest-scoring game. So I'd call Cook like a low-end RB2 with the pass-catching ability, and Singletary's still a possible flex, I think. And on the Jets' side, I'm not touching Mike White against Buffalo. I'm not going to touch the backfield with Michael Carter back, and Bam Knight probably not going to lose you know, his touch on, on the backfield, so it'll be a shared backfield against a good defense. So I- I'm out on that. No thank you. I will play Garrett Wilson. I mean, he's been great. He's a wide receiver too. So if they're playing from behind, they should be throwing a lot. So I think he'll get the volume enough to produce in this game. I can't trust Elijah Moore or any other pass catcher for that matter. So really it's Allen Diggs, Wilson, James Cook, maybe a dart on Isaiah McKenzie. All right. I like it. 
um bxb videos thanks for chiming in he thinks you had some great points indeed and look we got somebody who wants to promote us look at all this this is wonderful really appreciate you don viton whatever <laughs> appreciate oh, all that ZPA, oh, Don viton. Oh, all right let's go to our friend nick macarones flanders let's go to this vikings at lions matchup which is going to be pretty exciting, I think, fantasy-wise. You got the Vikings defense are 26 versus fantasy QBs, 22nd versus running backs, 31st against receivers, and 24th versus tight ends. On the Lions side, dead last against QBs, 10th against running backs, 28th against receivers, and 28th versus tight ends. Give me guys you like and don't like. Yeah, I just picked out a... A few of them, because other than talk about all the regulars that you're going to play, uh, I'm going to just. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Go for the deep dives. So uh, you're going to play play Kirk Cousins. He's 14th uh, on the year, 16 and a half. You're going to stream him, okay? Uh, in his last three, he got 2.2 against Dallas, 22.9 against New England, and 11.8 against the Jets. He's a streamer, especially if you're in a super flex. So, so keep that in mind. Uh, Jared Goff, pretty much the, the same thing. Uh, he averages 16.1 on the – on the year, his last three was a 6.5 against the Giants, 17.6 on the Bills, and 21.6 on the Jags. So, again, he is uh, he is going to be a super flex streamer. I would not put your hopes, your playoff dreams, if you're starting Jared Goff. I just wouldn't do it. He's great in the first half at home, and he's crap in the second half. And that's – look at the tape. Um, Dalvin Cook, start. I just learned today – that Jamal Williams, he's the overall NFL touchdown leader with 14. That's receivers and running backs. So you start in him, all right? Uh, he's number 12 overall, 14 points. His last three games, 24 and a half, 10 and a half, and nine and a half. He's, he's on the downslide. However, uh, he does have five TDs in those, in those last three games. So, so you're going to start him and you're, you're going to start DeAndre Swift. Uh, the other guy for Minnesota, Hawkinson, as the waste baron of the tight end realm is. His last three, <laughs> he got 3.4, a 10.3, and a 3.3 with a tight, with, with a one, with one TD, and he's a top 12, believe it or not, in, with those crappy ass numbers. So, uh, those are who are gonna start in this game, besides all the fat. We're gonna get down to the nitty gritty there. Start them. 
Remember that time Nick said he was just going to name some deep dives and they named people like Dalvin Cook and Jamal Williams. <laughs> hey, listen, real quick, though. I have an interesting question for you. If you had a if you had a choice, and I know Nick's answer already, but if you had a choice, Justin, I'll go to you, between Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, who do you go with this week? Uh, Kirk Cousins, softer defense. Jordan? I go with Kirk Cousins, but but I, I think about it pretty long and hard. What about you, JB? Jared Goff, and I'll tell you why a little bit later in the show. All right, gotta Ooh. like it. BXB Video says start everyone, got it. Yeah, I feel you. That's that's what we say on that matchup. All right, Jordan, let's go to you. Browns at Bengals, the Battle of Ohio. It was our big game Wednesday, which was a lot of fun. QB-wise, the Browns are 11th versus QBs. Um, 31st versus running backs or 13th versus receivers and six versus tight ends. Bengals six versus QBs, 16th versus running backs, um, fifth versus receivers and 18th versus tight ends. So give me some guys you like and don't like. So obviously you start Nick Chubb. He didn't have the best game last week, but uh, you still start him every week. Uh, Kareem Hunt actually got a little bit more involved for uh, the first time. So um, looking to hopefully build on that momentum. I'm really cautious about Amari Cooper this week. He's banged up. He may or may not play. And if he does, he's, you know, historically terrible on the road. Uh, So I'm probably looking for every reason to not start Amari Cooper this week in my lineups. Uh, Kind of the same with Deshaun Watson. I'd really like to see uh, a, Another game or two, I'd like to see him get in rhythm before I I bank on the upside of him. Other side of the ball, you're starting Joe Burrow every week, even though Joe Burrow is actually winless in his career against the Cleveland Browns. So I'm Mm. dialing up Jamar Chase. I'm dialing up T. Higgins. I'm also considering Tyler Boyd. He probably dropped the easiest touchdown pass of his life last (laughs) week. I could see them running right back to that same play and getting him in the end zone. So I'm probably starting Tyler Boyd as well. Yep, I like it. Indeed, Tyler Boyd needs to show up at some point this season. This is a good game for him to do it. All right, gentlemen, excuse me. It's time for the main event, what we all came to see. It's time for Fantasy Feud. Let's get it on. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. (laughs) It's not going to be a long game tonight because we got fantasy experts in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start with round one, and the rules are simple. There are none. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't have a buzzer, so as I say the question if you know the answer just say your name aloud and then if you say your name first you will get the first chance to respond if you get it correct you can close out the category if you get three strikes the other person gets a chance to steal it everybody ready let's begin all right top five answers on the board here is your first question going back to last week 
I'm going in the quarterback position. I'm looking for the top five QBs from last week, fantasy point-wise. JB. JB. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I hit the wrong button. That's my... That was, on, that was on me. My bad. <laughs> Joe Burrow's number number two on this list, 30.4. All right. Who else? You got control, my friend. Who else you got? Uh, Josh Allen. We got, oh, my bad. Good luck, Jordan. Represent the 479. He won. It's all right. So, Josh Allen. Now that one I hit correctly. All right, he is not on on this list. You got number two, and you got only one strike. Uh Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Not on this list, neither, my friend. You got a lot of meat on this bone. You got the number two with Joe Burrow. Uh, you got a lot remaining. Hmm. Um. Pat Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Ooh, a tough first round. There's a lot of meat on this bone, my friend Jordan. Are you going to be able to steal it here? You got a nibble? Who you got? I think so. I got my my, my boy helmet back here. Uh, let's go with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jordan's going to steal round one. That's the number one answer for this week. He had 34.4 points. Um, he was number one on this list. Um, a guest from our boy, fourth and flex, Jared Goff. He is number four on this list. So you were correct. 21.6. Geno Smith was uh, third at 23.98. And number five, they had Justin Fields with 21.3 on the list. So congratulations on that first round, my friend. Let's go into round number two. We're going to go into running backs. But we're not going to go into last week. We're going to go all season. I'm going to switch things up a little bit, maybe get you on your feels a little bit. But we're going to go into the red zone. So we're going to go top five answers on the board. Here is your question. I'm looking for the top five rush yard leaders inside the red zone for the entire season. Jordan. Jordan, who you got? Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. I guess one yard runs don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> JB, what you got? Um, I'll go Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is number four on this list. He has 110 yards inside the 20. Hmm. Okay. Let's go Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. He's number five on the list on this list with a hundred and one. You thought he'd be higher. Um, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Not on the list. You still got number one, number two, and number three available. I don't know if he started long enough, but he gets plenty of red zone work. So I'm going to go Ken Walker. Kenneth. Walker. 
Okay. He is your father, Kenneth Walker's number one on oh, wow. the season, 137 yards in right? the red zone. How about and he didn't that? even start the whole year. <laughs> How about that? Unbelievable. All right, so you still got number two and number three, and you only have one strike. I'm trying to think who else is the red zone guy. Uh... <laughs> ETN? Travis, ETN. Ooh-wee, he's number two on the list, 125 yards. All you're missing is number three, and you only have one strike. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Albert in the comments also guessed it, and he also guessed Josh Jacobs as well. So you were one for one, Albert. Good job. All right, number three is remaining. You got one strike left. It's not going to be an obvious one. Miles Sanders. No. Uh, Yeah, Miles Sanders. Sanders. I was going to say David Montgomery, but he was injured. Miles Sanders. Wow, just swept around. Great job there. Miles Sanders, 117 yards inside the 20 all season great job almost said montgomery that too but he was injured for a couple games i i won't (laughs) lie if you had said montgomery uh i literally you would have said everything i would have said so i would have went sanders so damn that was that that (laughs) was with the eagle at the end it never fails (laughs) that was big time right there all right let's get to round number three we're gonna go to the receiver position and we're gonna go into we're gonna go all season again. We're not gonna go into last week. This is all season long, so get that all season long hat on. Here it goes top five answers on the board. I'm looking for most touchdown catches from a receiver inside the red zone. Jordan. JP. Jordan, go ahead. You're first. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. He's number two on this list. Well, he's tied number one, basically. But I don't know. I have number two. He's tied number one with a seven. You got control, my friend. What else you got? Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Exactly who he's tied with at number one with seven. Amari Cooper. Amari hanging with Mr. Cooper. He is tied at, well, he's number three, um, tied with uh, six. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill from America's team. (laughs) Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Got two remaining, number three and number five, and one strike left. Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon St. Brown. He is tied with Cooper uh, with six. So you got number five remaining. A.J. Brown. A.J. Save that eagle for last. Downtown. Oh, hell no. 
Waddle is a no, and Devonta Adams also a no. Hey, he has a guest here. I know who it is. Oh, my, oh, shit, my bad. That's right, my bad. Sorry about that. All right, who do you got? You know who it is? I know who it is because you said that the guys were tied with six, and I was doing my DFS research, and I was putting this guy in as my flex, and I was looking at his red zone percentage, and he has five red zone touchdowns in that San Francisco 49er, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> Coming with the big boy pants tonight. He's up 2 1. Wow, boy, that was a great snag. Miles Sanders, or excuse me, Brandon Ayuk, yes, uh, with five, number five on the list with number five. All right. That was perfect because it was part of my DFS research yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Two to one, and I got one just for Jordan for this next one. This is for round number four. Top five answers on the board. I'm going again for the whole season long, and I'm looking for the top five kickers in fantasy. JB. JB, who you got? Tyler Bass. Tyler. (laughs) Tyler Bass. He's number one with 120. All right, who else you got? Just remember, I co-host a show with Lindellians, who's the kicker guru. So we have to hear about kickers in the group chat, like, all the time. So um, I'll go obvious Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Number two on the list with 118. All right, who else you got? How about Daniel, don't call me Dylan Carlson? Boy, he's just going down the line. Daniel Carlson. Number three with 117. Wow. Wow. All right. Who else you got? Give me Greg the Leg Zerloin. Greg Zerloin. Hmm. I thought he'd be up there. He had some big games. You got number. You got one, two, and three. So you're missing four and five, and two strikes left. How about Brett Maher? No. Man, that was my guess. All right. How about a cool young ho, young way cool? Ooh, young young ho cool. Young shoot, I I've messed that all up. He's number five. Um, it's actually tied with one other kicker with 116 points. So you're missing one guy remaining and one strike remaining. I don't know who this is. Who has Linda been raving about? Um, Graham Ganell. Graham Ganell. <laughs> No Ganoos like Graham Gano. There's number four on this list remaining. Jordan, can you survive and tell me who this kicker is? Jason Myers. Jason Myers. Is this for real? I was trying to stick it to Jordan uh, with that one. So uh, good job, Jordan, for 
for bailing it out. It's 2-2. You're going into round five. This is going to settle it all up. Here we go. Top five answers on the board. I am going back into last week, week 13. I'm going to the tight end position, and I'm looking for yards, top five answers, and I'm looking for yards in the red zone from the tight end position. JB. JB, who you got? Greg Dolcich. Greg Dolchitz. Not on the list. So last week was stupid for tight ends, uh, so I don't think it's the normal guys. Um, Gronk. Or not Gronk, uh, Kelsey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <My> man, Gronk. <laughs> who, who were you trying to say? Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Wait, did you just say I don't think it's the normal guys and then say I, Travis did Kelsey? He, did he like Kelsey? <laughs> I did say that because I can't think of who the hell was on that list. And frankly, I really want you to win this category because I don't want to try to name these five. Well, I have a better chance of naming one. So. I'm, I'm, you know what? And I'm kind of glad that you reminded me what a weird week it was because Evan Engram probably was the top yards in the red zone. So I'm going Evan Engram. Evan Engram. He was number two on this list, um, Evan Ingram, with 10 yards in the red zone last week. All right, you got control, JB, to finish it out. Who you got? What other weirdo scored touchdowns? Michael Pruitt scored a touchdown. Let me try Michael Pruitt. Michael Pruitt. Correct. He had. He is number five on this list with seven yards last week. So you got number two and seven number five. yards That's on this list. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right. Wow. So he, he was number five, uh, and you have number two. All right. Here you go. What else you got? Um. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I think Tyler Higby caught a pass or two last week. Tyler Higby. He's number four on this list with nine yards in the red zone last week. All right, so you're missing number one and number three. Noah Fant. Noah Fant. No. Not on this list, sir. It must have been a short touchdown. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. There was a random, like, legit random-ass dude that we had to look him up. Um, mm-hmm. Hayward? 
Was his name Hayward? Did he do it on Pittsburgh? Connor Hayward. <laughs> number one on this list with 17 yards in the red zone. Yeah. So you're just missing number three. On his one catch. <laughs> you're, you're missing number three on this list, and you got two strikes, or only one strike. Hmm. Was it Daniel Bellinger? Daniel Bellinger. All right, last strike and last answer remaining. Pooper Hooper. <laughs> Austin Hoopa. JB bringing yeah. the big boy pants tonight. <laughs> Congratulations, friend. You are tonight's winner. And Jordan, well, you not usually get these, but you get know what, you know what you get for this for this round. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. JB. <laughs> JB came prepared tonight with the sign and everything. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> great game and great participation, guys, at the end uh, in the comment section. You guys were on point as well. All right. Listen, I'm getting, I got, you know, I've been sitting here a little while. I got to stretch. You know what else I got to do? I got to flex a little big, kind of flex out. Let's let's listen to our boy from Fourth and Flex Bandy. Let's listen to his flex starts of the week while we're bringing our co-host back in. That's right. I know y'all saw Tom Brady in all of his greatness on Monday Night Football, giving it to the Saints on the way up now. Look, guys, don't forget to enjoy that while you got it, man, because this is once-in-a-lifetime stuff that we are seeing at a TV 12, 45 years old, killing it. But we are here for a reason, and that reason is Bandy's Flex starts of the week. Look, your boy took a couple hits last week. It was a rough week, but that's all right. I'm going to rejuvenate your fantasy lineup this week. Starting off with my first guy, I've got DJ Chark. Coming off of that ankle injury, he's finally starting to look like himself again. And you're going to want him in your lineups. He's the clear number two on that team. And the Red Hot Lions are giving it to him, boys. Moving on to my next guy, I've got Donovan Peoples-Jones. Look, DPJ has been super consistent, at least for a wide receiver three in your flex spot. DPJ will get you the points that you need and get you on your way to the fantasy playoffs. Moving on to the next guy, I've got Deonta Foreman. Look, he said he's 95% 
Sure, he is playing in that game, and he is 95%. Sure, going to score you the points that you need, baby. Throw down to Foreman. He's a must-start this week if he plays. Guys, don't forget to check out the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast right here on YouTube. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Gotta love Bandy and the Fourth and Flex. Make sure you guys go check him out. Hit that subscribe button for our boy over there. Bandy, appreciate you. All right, let's get on to the breakdown. Nick, we'll start with you. How about this Texans at Cowboys matchup? The Texans are number two against fantasy QBs. They are dead last against running backs, number three against receivers, and 16th versus tight ends. Cowboys are number four against QBs, fifth versus running backs, 16th versus receivers, and fifth versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. Okay, so uh, let's start with let's start with the Dallas Cowgirls. Uh, I'm going to start with Tony Pollard. You're definitely going to start him because his last three, he got a 30.9, a 6.1, and a 22.6. He's going to run rough shot over the Texans. Uh, his his tag team partner over there, uh, Zeke, in his last three, he also 16.7, 15.5, 15.1. He's going to run rough shot over the uh, Texans' pass def- uh, run defense. And the other guy on Dallas you're going to start – is Dalton Schultz. Now, again, bottom of the barrel position, <laughs> uh, Dalton Schultz. You're going to start Dalton Schultz because there ain't nobody left. Uh, you, you got it. You got a 2.2, a 15.1, and a 3.3. Those are the only three guys that I can actually say I can start with confidence in Dallas because you don't need to start Dak because, uh, there's no need for a quarterback against, against Houston. Uh, if they, if they go up 14 points in, in the first quarter, the game's over. He's not gonna, he's, he's not gonna pass. Don't count on CD Lamb about giving you a big game because Houston's actually pretty good against the pass. They have, they have good corners, but not, not to mention they don't really need to defend the pass because quarterbacks don't pass against them. So it's gonna be a run game, clock control game on the far as Dallas' side. And as far as Houston's side, um, I got three words of advice. If you're thinking about starting any Texans, <laughs> stop, no, and don't. Yeah, not, not what you want to do to get in for the fantasy playoffs. Um, Vanny, want to give a shout out to JB for the sap jersey in the background. Big Bucks fan indeed. So appreciate you as well. And Golston um, as well. He likes it. He loves it. In fact, he loves it. All right, let's get on to, well, we'll start with you, JB, on this one. How about let's talk about this Chiefs at versus Broncos matchup. The Chiefs um, are 27th against fantasy QBs, 23rd against running backs. They are 29th against receivers and 11th versus tight ends, oddly enough. The Broncos, third versus QBs, eight versus running backs. They are number two in the league against receivers and 19th versus tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? The Chiefs could be 50th against quarterbacks. I'm still not starting Russell Wilson. It's not happening. But (laughs) (laughs) I will say that Mahomes and Kelsey are always in play, but it's really it's not the best matchup for them. Broncos secondary is good. Chiefs should be playing from ahead, so there probably won't be a lot of volume. I mean, look, if you're playing DFS, you're not going to pay up for these guys, but if you're playing season long, you're putting them in your lineup. I don't expect much from Juju this week. 
Um, again, good secondary going up against them. Uh, MVS does have a size advantage, though, against those corners. So it could put him in play there as kind of a flex play. Um, Chiefs could be angry coming off a loss and just look to get right here and light up the scoreboard. Or they could just go up by a bunch and see a lot of Isaiah Pacheco playing from ahead. So I will start Pacheco in this matchup. I think, you know, if that secondary is tough to throw against, I'll try to run against him with Pacheco, especially if I'm playing with a lead. Um, Broncos suck. Russ sucks. Sutton's out. Judy's banged up. Backfield's a bunch of dusty dudes. I mean, it's it's Greg Dulcich, and that's it for me. I mean, he's been the lone bright spot on that offense. He had eight targets and 85 yards last week. So, I mean, he's the lone wolf on that offense that I'd even touch this week. Dusty dudes heard. All right, let's go on to Jordan. Let's talk about the Jags versus the Titans. The Jags, they are 25th versus fantasy QBs, 24th against running backs, 24th against receivers, 20th versus tight ends. Titans are 31st against fantasy QBs, 9th against running backs, 32nd dead last against receivers, and 21st versus the tight end. What say you guys you like and don't like? This is a really ugly game that I really want no part of fantasy-wise. I think the Titans are going to be pissed off, and I think they're going to just beat Jacksonville all over the damn field this weekend. Mm. Um, on the Jag side, I'm starting ETN. I don't feel great about it. Titans have a really good rush D, but I doubt you have a better option to where you can bench that guy with confidence. <laughs> Christian Kirk is a must-start uh, must every week for me. Outside of that, I don't want Zay Jones and his hands anywhere near my roster. If you're desperate for a tight end stream, go with Evan Ingram. On the other side of the ball, it's going to be a whole lot of Derrick Henry running the damn ball all day. He absolutely owns the AFC South as a whole. Start Henry, fade everybody else. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I have Judy a question might- for you, Justin. Can I ask you a question? Because I just actually put ETN on my bench in one league and it's because I have Swift and I have Foreman ahead of him and I have Pacheco ahead of him and I just like the matchup better for the three of them would you start him over any of those three guys me personally um, I am probably starting him over Pacheco Um, but I'm I'm thinking long and hard about it for sure it's close yeah, it's it definitely close, especially this week for sure with the matchup. So yeah, listen, the playoffs are—it's either they're either on the line or you're in them. So this is when you got to make the smart move. <clears throat> Excuse me, smart moves. No risk it, no biscuit, as they say for sure. All right, let's go to Justin. The Eagles versus the Giants. The Eagles—they're number one against fantasy QBs, 18th versus running backs, six versus receivers, ninth versus tight ends. 
Giants, ninth versus QBs, 15th versus running backs, 5th, or excuse me, 10th versus receivers, and 25th versus tight ends. What's some guys you like and don't like? Um, I mean, you know, the, the three certainties, death, taxes, and Jalen Hurts is a QB1 at this point. Uh, he's only had two performances outside of 20 points. Uh, dude's just magnificent. I mean, he's been uh, absolutely running up the score, whether it's rushing or passing. Miles Sanders is one guy that I'm kind of like ringing the bell on. I'm like, you know, this is kind of a dice roll every single week. You know, if he gets the red zone touches, he's good. But that's if Jalen Hurts wants to allow him to do that. You know, if this ends up being a defense and defensive game where it's 14 to 17 down the stretch, we've seen Jalen Hurts is just going to take it himself. He's not going to rely on anybody else. So you're not going to sit him, but, you know, just maybe temper expectations. Uh, Brown and Smith. After last week, I'm playing them both with no problem, no hesitation whatsoever. You know, I don't even know who the tight end's name is. So, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. Who? Jared Stoll. Jared who? Stoll. <laughs> that's what I leave in my bathroom in the mornings. <laughs> no, that's stool, not stole. <laughs> stole. I don't know what they speak of over in Arkansas, but uh, we, we say that stool. <laughs> Around these parts, there you go. All right, Nick Dunn stole my segment from me. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> take with it back, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones, I want nothing to do with him, even though he's got 19 points in the last four games. The Eagles are just shutting down top tier quarterbacks. Um, Barkley, I mean, who's not starting Barkley? Slayton's an interesting one. Four of his last six uh, performances, top 24. He's averaging seven targets in games with 80% snap share, which is obviously now because he's the top guy. And he's got an eight out of 13.8, which means he's making all the big plays. And then Bellinger is the last, last, last resort. But 96% snaps last week means that he's good to go. And he caught all five of his targets. One of them was a red zone target. So, you know. He could end up falling into the touchdown or the end zone. All right. Well, we got four games remaining before we get to them. Let's talk about some homer picks. So mine is a, I think, a pretty easy one. I'm going Jeff Wilson Jr., um, the bottom line is, like, everyone's all back on Raheem Mostert. But, you know, listen, that's what the Dolphins were doing in the beginning of the season. Remember when Chase Edmonds was there, it was Raheem Mostert one week, and then it was Chase Edmonds, and then Raheem Mostert kind of took things over. Jeff Wilson uh, was playing very well. I think it was just matchup-based, and I like him very much this week against a Chargers D that can't stop a cold uh, against the running back. So, don't! That's my homer pick, Jeff Wilson Jr. Justin, who's your homer pick of the week? Uh, so my homer pick of the week is going to be Brandon Ayuk, the aforementioned Brandon Ayuk. Um, this guy has just been tearing it up all season long. Uh, Brock Purdy, he seems competent enough to get the ball to him. And let's ride, man, at this point. Let's roll with it, see what happens. And I think Brandon Ayuk's a big part of this picture going down, uh, going into the playoffs. All right, that is Jordan, my what- dope pick of the week. All right, <laughs> It's not like dope. All right, let's say you, Jordan. Who's your dope homer pick of the week? 
Well, every time I hear Flanders talk about the Cowboys, it makes me want to say, go! But with that being said, I'm starting pretty much everybody, but my homer pick of the week is that defense, which is going to be all over Houston on Sunday. Yeah, look what the Browns did last week. Boy, look at look how opportunistic that Cowboys defense is. And the Cowboys got Davis Mills back, right? That's got to do something. <laughs> Watch out now. It could be some exciting. They might snap his long-ass neck in half. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. J.B. Barry, what, who's your don't homer pick of the week? So my don't homer pick of the week is going to be Kate Otten. I think he's worth a shot. We've been talking about the tight end position being desolate. He had 10 targets and a touchdown last week. San Fran's got a really good pass rush, so Brady's going to have to get the ball out quickly on short and intermediate routes. And, I mean, if you look at last week, Otten had an 83.6 route percentage, and he had a 19% target share. So, Kate Otten's going to be my dope pick of the week. Love it. All right, Nick, let's go to you. Dope! Come on, Flanders. What's your homer pick of the week? Oh, my dope pick of the week is going to be that Eagles defense. I'm going to steal a page from Jordan. I'm telling you what. When the Eagles win this week, when the Eagles win this week, it's going to put a nail in the coffin, just put the flag up, NFC East division champs, home, home road to the playoffs. You know ESPN, the most diatribe, the most diatribe uh, station out there said that the Eagles were the fourth-ranked team in the NFC to go to to go to the, in the playoffs, and they mm. said that Dallas has got a better shot to win the Super Bowl. It's true. My ass, mm. they haven't won a mm. they haven't won they have not won a playoff they've won one playoff game in twenty two years. Talk to me when you're damn relevant. Go away. That's his don't. What a speech of the week. <laughs> That's my rant of the week. That's good. Justin, let's get to finish the breakdowns. Um, Panthers versus Seahawks. Panthers, they're 14th versus QBs. 21st versus running backs. 21st versus receivers. 10th versus tight ends. Seahawks, 20th versus QBs. 30th versus running backs. 7th versus receivers. And they are 31st versus tight ends. Give me these guys you like and don't like. Uh, so for the Panthers, I'll say... I like whoever suits up at the running back position. Uh, like you were saying, the Seahawks are pretty much the third worst team against the running back. They average 22.8 to the position. Whoever suits up has got a good chance to play well. Uh, DJ Moore seemed to click with Sam Darnold. Six targets, four catches, a touchdown. You know, he's the best player on that team overall. So you got to wheel him out and, you know, hope that Sam Darnold is competent again. I am not starting Sam Donald, though, because even if he is competent, he has proven that he is not fantasy competent. So we will not be uh, pushing that one this week. Gino. Hey, Gino. Hey, Gino. Yeah, Gino Smith. Four straight top 12 performances. Mm. This man is so efficient. He has eight games of 70% completion. Only six interceptions. Yeah, you're going to start him all day long. Uh, the Homer Tony Jones thing, I don't care either way. I'm not playing either one of them. Uh, Metcalf and Lockett, start them both. And then Noah Fant, my start of the week. I think he's going to have a good game this week against the Panthers. He had a good game last week, got into the red zone, got a touchdown. Obviously, it wasn't enough to make the fantasy feud list, but I still think he's pretty good. Uh, talented. I think he's good to go this week. Lack of a running game even bolsters your Geno Smith argument even more this week. So definitely a great play for sure. All right, let's go to uh, JB for this next one and one that Justin might be chomping at the big to, to get to the Bucks at the 49ers. The Bucks fantasy wise, they are 12 versus QBs, 
third versus running backs, 14th versus tight ends, 29th, or excuse me, 14th versus receivers, and 29th versus tight ends. 49ers, fifth versus QBs, number one against running backs. Surprisingly, 23rd versus tight ends, my, or excuse me, receivers. There was a little bit of Tyree Hill due to you. And then the tight ends, they are third versus tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? So I'll start on the Bucks side, and that offense is just really not clicking. I mean, they've only had 17 points in each of the last two weeks. Then they had 21 against Seattle, 16 against the Rams before that. And if you go back even further, they had a three-game losing streak where they scored 22, 3, and 18. So, I mean, Brady looks off, and he's going to face a lot of pressure this week. That front four is going to eat up this banged-up offensive line. So it's going to be a tough game for the Bucks offense. I do love Chris Godwin, and so does Tom Brady. I mean, he's got 13 targets in each of the last two weeks. He's got double-digit targets in six of the last seven games. So Chris Godwin is a dog. I mean, that's my guy right there, too. I think Mike Evans is banged up. I think that, you know, he he always plays banged up, but I think something's going on. I mean, that last drive last week, he wasn't even on the field until the last play where they kind of used him as a decoy, just getting out of the way. So I think there's more there that they're not telling us. So I wouldn't trust him in this matchup. He is touchdown dependent. He hasn't seen the volume. He could score a touchdown, but I'll start him in season long if I have to. I probably don't have better options. Um, Julio, Julio Jones has been playing in big snaps, like big plays, but I think this week we're going to see more two and three tight end sets even to try to help against that defensive line. So I don't think we're going to see enough snap share for Julio to kind of make an impact. Um, that backfield's a little bit of a mess, but I think Rashad White is better than Fournette. You mentioned how good the 49ers are against the run, so I don't feel confident in either of these guys, especially the split. I mean, it was a 60-40 slit, and Fournette had the 60 of that, and Fournette looked dusty. I mean, he looked like he he was having trouble running. So, I mean, I, I think from the eye test, White looks better, and I think that the, it should shift the other way. But, I mean, it's tough in this matchup, so if you want to play him as a flex, fine. Um, on the other side, the 49ers are clicking. They got five straight wins. Yes, they lost Jimmy, but like you said before, Brock Purdy looked good enough to get it done. So I could start Purdy as a super flex if I have to. Bucks secondary is not great. They're banged up. So I'm not going to get cute in a one QB league, but I could start him in a super flex because he's getting the ball out quick and he's got playmakers. If you get the ball in their hand, they can take it to the house. So one of those guys is CMC. CMC is a horse. People still talk about the Bucks run D being great, but it's not elite, so CMC is what he is, and he can run and he can catch passes. So I, I like him. I like Debo. Debo's healthy again. One of those guys, you put the ball in his hands on a short route, he could take it to the house. And Brandon Ayuk, like you said, he's got that flex appeal against the banged-up Carlton Davis and the beatable Jermaine Dean. So I do like the weapons there, even George Kittle. I like George Kittle because the Bucks linebackers aren't great in coverage. So get Kittle matched up on Devin White, and that's an advantage to Kittle. So I do like your weapons there this week, Justin. And now if you played Watch Fantasy Feud, you know Brandon Ayuk is money in the red zone too. Nick, you wanted to say something. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you didn't cover it this, mor- uh, this morning. Earlier at the start of the show with the uh, injury report, but Fournette has now popped up on the injury list with, with an injured foot. Yep. So he might not even go this week. Yeah. So again, I mean, if that's the case, you know, it could be a decent day, at least for white, at least because of volume alone. So, you know, we'll see, make sure we monitor that. Make sure you wake up with TSS on Sunday for sure. All right, let's go to Jordan for this next one. And oh man, I can't wait to talk about this. America's team, the Miami Dolphins, they're going to LA to play the Chargers. 
The Dolphins 29th against fantasy QBs, 17th against running backs, 15th against receivers, 30th versus tight ends. Chargers 22nd against QBs, 29th against running backs, 12th versus receivers, and 22nd versus tight ends. Guys you like and don't like. So I, uh, you already kind of stole my thunder on this. I'm starting anybody in the backfield for the Miami Dolphins. I think it could be a good day for both Wilson and Mostert. Chargers can't stop the run for anything. You're obviously starting Tyreek Hill, not telling you anything special there. Tua's an absolute must-start. Strong rebound week from him. He saw the judge this week. He's going to get his nose clean. He's acting right this week. Dial up Tua with confidence. If Waddle plays, I'm starting him. If Waddle doesn't play, I'm finding uh, Trent Sherfield and I'm putting him in my lineups. I uh, feel pretty decent about streaming Gasecki this week as well. On the other side, Austin Eckler's coming off a pretty poor performance, but still must start. You start Keenan Allen, 14 targets last week. If Mike Williams plays, I am not starting Mike Williams. If Mike Williams does not play, I am absolutely starting Josh Palmer, and I am streaming Gerald Everett um, You know, as a, a mid-tier tight end this week. I think Jared Everett actually would be a good play. Miami is notoriously bad against tight ends. I think, but, you know, pretty much I think your advice is solid. Let's just start everybody. This is going to be a fantasy bonanza, I think, on both sides of the football. Um, so it should be a fun one, at least for the Sunday night game. All right, let's move to Monday night, Nick. Let's go to the Pats at the Cardinals. Patriots 16th versus QBs, uh, number two against running backs, eight versus receivers, 23rd versus tight ends. The Cardinals 30th versus QBs, 20th versus running backs, 17th versus receivers, and they are dead last against tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? All right, you set it up for me. So uh, you're definitely going to be playing Mac Jones. Uh, you know, surprisingly, I'm saying that. You're definitely going to play Mac Jones because, you know, they are 30th against the tight end. He scored a 10. He scored a 10, a 23, and a 12 in his last three games. Not great numbers. Anybody else, you you would sit him down. But against Arizona – who, who thinks defense is optional, uh, you're going to start them against Arizona. Uh, Ramondre, you know, you said that they're 20th. He's a flex. I mean, he's got 8.2, 11.2, and a 7.8. Nothing spectacular. And those are all PPR numbers. Uh, start them, flex them. Uh, and you, Hunter Henry, as bad, as bad, as bad as he's been, he's averaged a 5.2 over the last three games. When you're going up against a team that's 30th against the tight end, or sorry, 32nd against the, the tight end, you're playing them. I don't care if you're scoring a one every the last three weeks, you're playing them. Uh, as far as Arizona, you're starting Kyler Murray, not going over his his stats. You're starting James Conner. I mean, he scored an 11, a 20, and 18 the last three games. Phenomenal. Um, D-Hop, you're going to start. Now – Everyone says, what about Marquise Brown? Well, Marquise Brown, he's a flex. Uh, he's got a big name. Hasn't had the connection that everyone thought he was going to have with the with the addition to with uh, Kyler Murray. First three games, he was good. Kind of disappeared. Got injured. Then he had a 4.6 off the injury. He's a flexing to me. He's he's flexing. I don't think he's he's that much worthy of a start. Uh, you know, you, you got – you got a Monday night to figure it out, but I'd flex him. All right. Well, he says flex Marquise, your brother. All right. Listen, guys, it's Friday night, Friday night, smack down. Let's finish the show off with some energy 
and give some ultimate DFS lineups. All right, let's start with our guests first. Let's go, JB Harry. It's time for your ultimate DFS lineup. Who you got? So I'm starting with Jared Goff, and this is who I was talking about before, because this is going to be a high-scoring game. It's the highest total on the slate. It's going to be back and forth, and he gets a banged-up secondary. He had 580 passing yards and four touchdowns the last two games. He's heating up, so I'm going Goff. I'm going Joe Mixon. He's well-rested versus Cleveland, who ranks 29th in the league against opposing running backs. They've allowed 16 rushing touchdowns. I'm going James Cook as my value play. He's getting receiving work, and he's splitting those carries, so he's allowing me to save some money to pay up for guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, who I'm pairing with Jared Goff. He gets the targets. He's got the matchup. He's got Chandon Sullivan in the slot, who allows a 78% catch rate. I'm also paying up for T. Higgins. That offense is red hot, and he should put up plenty of points. They should double Jamar Chase and leave Higgins one-on-one with Ward, who's good, but he's allowing 15.4 yards per catch. And I'm going Michael Gallup because I love that red zone, and he's tied for second in the league in red zone catches the last four weeks with 100% reception percentage. Talked about TJ Hawkinson before. He's my tight end. It's a revenge game. Six for 10. He gets like six or 10 targets every week. Detroit ranks 28th against opposing tight ends. I love Zeke as my flex. He's quietly putting up the points over 15 DraftKings points in the last 15 games. He's the goal line back, whether you like Pollard or not, and he gives you some differentiation because Pollard and Lamb are hyped up, so people might be lower owned on Zeke. And I'm going with the Carolina defense because if I'm paying down on defense, I'm paying all the way down, and I'm going to go to somebody who – just going to get me some points. So, you know, they're the cheapest team to give me plus points. They averaged 10 points over the last three games with a banged up running back group. Seattle can be slowed down a little bit. So six to 10 points out of them. I'm happy. It allows me to pay up elsewhere. Yeah, that was my bad. Every, every week I always miss something. And this week, for some reason, on every one of our defenses, I forgot to put how much money. I mean, nothing was over 3,900, I think. So, um, either way, my bad. Once again, I got to fire those guys in the truck. All right, Jordan, let's bring up your ultimate DFS lineup. Who you got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with Kirk Cousins over Jared Goff this week. And I'm going to skip all the rest of these guys and just talk about what my boy JB just talked about. Give me TJ Hawkinson in the stack with Cousins revenge narrative. He's getting the end zone guaranteed. Uh, I'm going Tony Pollard. I'm going James Cook at the running back positions. I think they're both pretty safe plays. And then I paid up a little bit on wide receiver uh, to do an ultimate stack with Justin Jefferson in the mix. Uh, Mm. Brought on Garrett Wilson, who's been money. And then some guy named Chris Moore, who apparently is the wide receiver one in Houston this week. (laughs) Give me D DeAndre Swift in the flex, and then give me Nick Bosa in that San Francisco 49ers defensive line against that non-existent Tampa Bay offensive line. Oh, wait, indeed. I know Justin likes the sound of that. All right, speaking of Justin, what's your ultimate DFS lineup? Well, I'm going to tell you something mean, Gene. You better eat your vitamins, you better say your prayers, and you better play these guys if you want to win your ultimate DFS lineups. That's right. I got Kirk Cousins going against the Lions. Kirk Cousins, Jerry Goff, either way, it's going to be a fantasy bonanza game. It's going to be points, 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 and that's what we like. 
you're getting him at six thousand dollars. He's a lot lower than going after a Patrick Mahomes in a game that, like JB said, might end up being like something where it's a blowout and they got the the backup, whoever the hell that is, coming in in the third quarter. Tony Pollard and DeAndre Swift. Now, I love this because Tony Pollard is 6,700. I can spend up on him. And how did they put DeAndre Swift at 5,800 after he had 17 points last week? He was uh, – let me give you perspective. He's $100 lower than when he was last week in a better matchup. Go out there, get yourself some DeAndre Swift all day long. He took back control of that uh, backfield. Then let's go Christian Kirk. You know, I think that Christian Kirk is going to be the benefactor of anybody starting at quarterback for the Jaguars. Uh, this is going to be a team that's going to be playing from behind. And the best, you know, the best friend of a backup quarterback is a tight end or a slot receiver. And the best friend of Trevor Lawrence is also Christian Kirk as well. So Christian Kirk's going to eat regardless. Jamison Williams, this is my this is my lawn dart. This is my shot in the dark over here. I think Jamison Williams shows up this week. And I think, you know, after like what two weeks of practices this guy's been getting tons of praise for his speed i think he can break one off and get you some good dfs points this week and 4400 you just cannot beat that if he puts you 28 points up there you're probably going in there for the millionaire um garrett wilson you know so the matchup everybody talks about the matchup the matchup the matchup he put up 20 points on buffalo already this season Mm. what's to say he can't do that again I know Buffalo's been beat up in the secondary. They just got Trey White back. But guess what? Garrett Wilson is looking more and more like he could be a generational talent at wide receiver each game we see him. He is good, and he is better now that he's not playing with Zach Wilson. Um, At Travis Kelsey, this is really why I saved up my money because I think this is Travis Kelsey's revenge game against fantasy. Everybody's been talking shit for the past two weeks. He's gotten like what, like, uh, 16 points, that's like usual week for him. That's that's low barrier for him on a normal week. I think Travis Kelsey goes off this week, gives us one of those vintage 30-point Travis Kelsey weeks, maybe three touchdowns and 25 yards like he's very much accustomed to. Uh, I also like James Cook. You know, Buffalo's really starting to turn up the heat with him. This could be a changing of the guard with Devin Singletary, maybe reverting back to his old role as the change of pace back. And James Cook may be channeling more Dalvin Cook this week against the New York Jets. And then finally, I agree with JB. Go with the low guy on the totem pole. It was 2200 to get the Panthers this week, and they're going against Seattle. The Panthers have pulled out bigger miracles this year. They've had 20-point performances against both the Broncos and the Bucks. I think they could definitely pull off something you know, in the range of 10 points against Seattle. You remember the time Justin told us that Geno Smith was going to go off and have a great game, and then he told us how the Panthers' D was a good start? All right, Nick, what's your ultimate DFS lineup? All right, so I guess um, the running theme of the week is play is pay for Kirk Cousins, because I did, and everybody else did, 6,100. Uh, I went heavy on the Vikings this week, uh, not intentional. I realized that after I sent it to you. So I went Dalvin Cook at 7,300, totally – and uh, Tony Pollard, I'd already told you earlier in the show, Tony Pollard's going to run a running rough shot over the Texans. I paid up big time for Justin Jefferson at nine grand. I took Christian Kirk this week. Uh, he's got a great matchup against the lowly and porous uh, Tennessee pass defense. Along with DJ Chark, I got him at 4,300. Uh, I 
took Hunter Henry at 3,200 because if this is a game that he's going to play well and get you some points, this is it. Uh, he's only had one top 10, to, 10 this whole week. This might be number two. Uh, and I took Sky Moore, threw a dart in the, uh, a dart in the dark. You know, Juju's not playing well. He might be used sparingly. Uh, you don't know who's going to get the ball in KC, except if your name is uh, Travis Kelsey. Sky Moore might have a good game this week. And then I took the other guys. I took Seattle because because they've been playing well the past couple weeks, and they're playing against Carolina, who's you know probably now kicking themselves that they let number six go. So uh, I got them for 3600 bucks. All right. Let's go to my ultimate DFS lineup. And I think the running theme in here is – we like both QBs in this Vikings Lions Lions matchup. Um, so we're both, oh, I think we're all in on that. Um, I think we see a lot of similarities. Tony Pollard obviously has come up a lot for the obvious reasons with the matchup. Joe Mixon, another good matchup against Cleveland, who's 31st against uh, fantasy running back. So it's pretty easy to say there. Keenan Allen, I hate to say, against America's team, who's been giving it up a little bit to receivers. So, you know, you got to put him in there. Christian Kirk, you guys have already talked about him enough. George Pickens has a good matchup this week with Deontay Johnson. I just mentioned a little bit hobbled. He could be the lone man standing in this offense with a decent matchup. The Ravens 26 against fantasy receivers. So might be a decent play for you. Jeff Wilson Jr. I mean, again, I talked about it earlier. I like these running backs in this matchup for them. I went with Nick on the same Hunter Henry. Cardinals are historically bad against fantasy tight ends. So that to me is an easy play. And I, unlike you clowns, I had a little bit of money so i spent a little bit of money on a good defense i had the cowboys defense i mean that's the great d that's number one d this week to play um so that's what i like this week all right so let's go on to jb we're finishing things up jb my friend we appreciate you coming in tonight hanging out it's tgif let everyone know where they can follow subscribe and get all of your great stuff my friend Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. You can follow me right here on Twitter at FantasyCoachJB. You can find my written work, my DFS Flash article every week over on Razzball. And you can find our podcast, the Fantasy Besties Show, on the Razzball YouTube channel every Monday night. We start about 7.15 going into the game. It's a great group of people. It's me, Andrew Cooper, Kevin Tompkins, Lindellians, and Jordan Loop. So it's a bunch of great fantasy minds that love just talking fantasy football. So... Check me out. Appreciate it, guys, and and thank you for having me. I, I hope we could do it again. It's been great. Yeah, no, absolutely been a great guest. We'll definitely have you back in. We appreciate you being in. Jordan, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. So I've been on here enough. They all know where to find me. I would just like to point out that Mr. Flanders said Mac Jones was a must start and do not start Dak Prescott, and that's the same man that is saying Philadelphia is going to win the East. Ain't happening. Out. <laughs> hey, listen, we're gonna let's let's write that down so we can talk about that next week. Uh, yeah, we yeah. Take those receipts. Let's, take let's them. Sure, take yeah, those let's receipts. Take let's, let's take the receipts down. Bye. Speaking of receipts, get with us on this Sunday. We got Mikey Betts in the building to get you paid. Jay, the plug will be there as well to plug you in this week, and of course. Fantasy Jesus. How can you not miss our sun? Great day Sunday lineup. Come wake up with us. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you all, and we are out. Fuck you, guys. We're on a mission. 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 We're
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.